which is what we got into the fight about. So if you're wondering what they get into a fight about, listen, weirdos, sickos, we're going to talk about it right now. Hello and welcome to Trust Me. No, trust me. You didn't say it suspicious like that time. Oh, trust me. Trust me. It's a weekly podcast where we talk about building trust, transparency, and long-lasting relationships in a fast-paced world. I was like, why right. do you have the air horn app out? Traffic is crazy today. That was cool. I've waited two weeks to do that. Yeah, because it's been two weeks since we uh, recorded anything. Just making sure the mic's on. Mike's on. Podcast. Um, this looks is like a... he's about to rob an Arby's. Right. I'm looking professional. That's what one of our fans said. That's yeah. That's my <laughs> actually favorite. it's a friend that said that. He's a fan though too. <laughs> you want to get to his question now or wait till the end? We're gonna we're gonna answer a question at the end of the podcast. At the end of the podcast. Yeah. All right, Kyle from Indianapolis. We're gonna answer your question, and I'm not gonna rob a gas station or an Arby's. Yeah. Again. Or ever. Ever. So yeah, so it's been a few weeks since we um, since we talked on the pod. Two because, weeks, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I don't know if you apologize for that. You do. Or we 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 update every week, and there's yeah. So no big deal. Life happens, right? One week one I was sick, and then one of the kids were sick, and then last week we tried to talk on the pod, but we ended up getting into like a fight. <laughs> We decided, although it would have been relatively interesting to some people, no doubt, we decided to postpone until this week. So we're back, and we plan tonight to talk about a little app called TikTok. Which is what we got into the fight about. So if you're wondering what they get into a fight about, listen, weirdos, sickos, we're going to talk about it right now. Yeah, because we're also weird and sick. Yeah. We like to talk about our personal shit. If my friends are like, <laughs> so-and-so got into a, I, we got into a fight, and then they don't tell me about the fight, I hate them. Yeah. So don't tell me you got into a fight if you're not willing to tell well, all some the things, details. Even when you podcast, some things are sacred, right? I mean, oh. I feel like there are some things <laughs> that we wouldn't discuss. There are a few things that John has said is, are off limits, but maybe we'll get to them week. eventually. I was listening to a soundbite where I talked about pooping and spaghetti. No, we're not talking about the silly stuff. <laughs> That's great. So every time I start to say something that you don't want to hear or anyone else to hear, you're just going to use the air horn. I'm fine Perfect. with people hearing anything. Oh. Yeah? Just not yet. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, so we want to talk about TikTok because TikTok is this like crazy app that has like exploded. And... We've discovered that a lot of people don't even know what it is because it's predominantly used by youth. So, like, teens especially. Um, like, 60% of the users are ages 16 to 24 years old. Um, but also children younger than that are using it. And TikTok, um, it was very interesting. I was at a parent-teacher conference, like, a few weeks ago, and um, my daughter's teacher didn't know what TikTok was. And she's like, all these kids are talking about it, and they're all using it, and blah, blah, blah. And she had no idea. And she's a great teacher. I mean, to no fault of her own, it's just, this is kind of snuck up, and it's, like, exploded. And, like, one of your friends you were just talking to, 
right? He, well, he didn't know, but he also, he still uses Facebook more than Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, but he that's doesn't. a, I mean, that's a lot of people, I feel like. Older than 40, I right. would say. Right, Are kind of like in Facebook world and they don't really know about. Yeah what the kids are doing. Right. I don't I don't think that I'm the most affluent person as far as knowledge of social media, but it kind of blows my mind when people don't know about it. But there is a lot that comes out. And well, think about when you it, took a break from social media for two years. Yeah, I didn't know that Vine disappeared. Yeah, you I got really, back on and I was like, where's Vine? Yeah, and, and you like, had no idea like about how to use Instagram or yeah, anything about stories. Yeah. You didn't know what stories were. Yeah. You know? And then I so went it's really easy. psychopath and I was like, I'm going to learn how to do all this. Yeah, because that's your style. Yeah. But I think it's really easy to, like, unplug. Yeah. You know, once you do, I guess, maybe not easy to unplug, but once you do, like, to not know what's going on. So, yeah. You know. But because internet world's like, a different, different reality. But anyway, TikTok is this app that used to be Musical.ly. So if you'd ever heard of Musical.ly, it was this thing that, like, like even younger kids, I feel like, were using to, like, make lip sync videos and like dancing videos and in um, November of 2017 TikTok's parent company BitDance purchased Musical.ly for one billion dollars. BitDance or ByteDance is a Chinese developer. Yeah. So this is a Chinese owned app which has its own curious Things that we can get into discussing that in a little bit. At least it's not the Russians. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But so, yeah, so if you don't know what TikTok is, TikTok used to be Musically, and but now they've added like new features. So you can get on, and the biggest thing I feel like people do is lip sync videos. Yeah. Right? Right. So, like, there's a song playing, and like, you're like lip syncing to it and there's like a lot of dancing. So you like make little like 15 second music videos essentially. Yeah. Challenges are a big thing, like public challenges. Yeah. And then of course like trends and like hashtags and people do duets where you can like do a lip sync with someone else. Yeah. Um, and the kids love it. Our kids love it. A lot, like all of their friends, I feel like love it. And it is cute. It's like you can be creative with it, and it can be really funny. Like there's like a lot of talent videos and comedy bits on there too. Right. Which you can be creative without it and do all the same things 100% without it. So that's not – if I'm a parent listening to this podcast right now, I just want you to know that I don't think that that is the – if you're thinking about whether your kid should or shouldn't have it, and you hear, oh, it's a creative app, you can do the exact same amount of creativity the exact same way and refine skills more so outside of TikTok. Right, that's true. Right. And and not use social media. We str- I think we're struggling to figure out whether or not we're okay with the kids, with the kids it. using it. And with me having it. Yeah, and well, not even, yeah, specifically the children. But right. we can get into like what we got into a fight about here yeah. in a second. I just wanted to cover okay. you know, what TikTok is. And, like, how many people are using it. So, February 2019, 1 billion people downloaded it globally. That's insane. So, it's probably even more now. That was a f- back in February, a yeah. stat from back in February. Yeah. So, there's 80 million. That was in February. It was 80 million in the U.S. So, this is, like, a global, like, international, except for in China, which is very interesting. 
<laughs> because it's so the laws are so different there. Yeah, the inside. No the one uses wall. TikTok, yeah. although it's owned by yeah a Chinese developer. Yeah. That's. I wonder. I looked at stats for the differences between the amount of men and women on it, or girls and boys, whatever, male and female, and the numbers I saw were a lot less than that. So it's probably look at dates when you look at stats. Because sure. I'm sure that I wasn't looking at the right thing. What do you remember? What you read? It was like 16 million female and like 14 million male. Was that in the male. U.S. though? Maybe in the U.S. Yeah, because if yeah, possibly. Yeah. But the percentages made sense, like 60, 40, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I feel like more females use use it. social media and yeah. post. Yeah. Definitely on TikTok because. If you decide to, if you don't know what TikTok is, or maybe you already do, but if you've ever scrolled through or if you decide to scroll through, you will see a lot of girls. Yeah. A lot of young girls, a lot of 16-year-old girls um, dancing. And, I mean, a lot of it is, like, sexualized. Right. And so it's really hard. That's, like, one of the, the biggest things with thinking about the children using it, right? Because you start so young kind of. I don't know, comparing yourself right. and then... Because you compare yourself no matter what, but when you're 10, your you're going to start comparing yourself. Your brain isn't ready for that. My son has started comparing himself to some dude. I say it's some dude. He likes the girl a lot, and they are boyfriend-girlfriend every other day. And then there's another guy that she likes. I keep saying guy. There's another boy that she likes. And my son, by default, is comparing himself to nothing but this one guy. Mm-hmm. And then you add social media on top of that. He uses, he doesn't use TikTok that often. He's more like, he'll sit and play Fortnite for 14 hours. Yeah. But you don't understand, like, you see people getting attention, and I don't think our kids are old enough that they realize that girl is, like, for, with Olivia, for example, she's not realizing that girl is doing that because she's understanding that boys like that, and that's why she's getting attention. I think that Olivia and Malachi are young enough, they just see, attention, how do I get that? They don't understand the layers to it. And I mean, a 16-year-old doesn't. A 33-year-old doesn't completely understand it. Right. No, it's true. No, for sure. But so that's part of the... So you can make... There are certain features about the app that that so that allow us to feel more comfortable with them using it. You can make your account private, which allows only friends to interact with you. You can also set each video that you make to either public friends or only private friends. And the users... Can only be you can only be featured like on the for you page, kind of like similar to Instagram or Facebook or I think just Instagram actually. Um, if you're 16 or over, so if you're younger than that, you can't, you know, someone's not going to be scrolling through and like see your video randomly. But it is still <laughs> there are there's a lot there have been like predators reported of course and funky activity. And, you know, a lot of people, if you get on Reddit and read, there was like this, you know, particular quote that this guy was like, it's for pedophiles and old women. Yeah. Which just like didn't even really make much sense. Right. But you do get on and you see a lot of girls like scantily clad, like dancing, like kind of sexualizing themselves. Right. And every, for well, I've noticed getting back into social media Every app first, like Instagram threw a lot of women at me at first in the search tab where it's like, this is all the stuff that we think that you'll like. Mm-hmm. Uh, TikTok seemed more aggressive about it and it did seem like a much younger um, demographic. It is a younger demographic, like and, statistically, factually. Right. And 
recently other creators and people have started getting into TikTok heavier, but it's still mostly younger girls. So when I personally was trying to get the algorithm to stop throwing dancing teeny boppers at me, it took me 10 minutes, 10 minutes, which may not sound like a lot of time if you don't have social media, but in the social media world, scrolling for 10 minutes and actively liking anything other than girls that are dancing, it's a lot of time. But I could eventually get the algorithm to stop suggesting that to me. And it still sometimes pops up. Instagram is the exact opposite. Like, I don't think I ever see fitness models or bikini pictures. Unless it's like... Oh, really? Well, yeah, because I guess you you, fo- you have to follow. Right. So, yeah. Well, you don't even have to follow. It's like, if I liked, if I went to one booty models page or booty whatever fitness, and then she's got to, like, butt up, I'm like, double tap. Instagram for the next 10 to 15 minutes is going to very heavily throw those images at me. And then you'll be single. Then I'll be single. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, unless it's unless it's um, someone that I know, like this guy Stallman, I follow him and his wife are photographers, and I think she's a model, and he, he had a picture of her in a bikini, and that was, other than random stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I see, I see stuff like that all the time. Yeah. But I'm not on TikTok, so I don't, I, so what, so we got into an argument because... We were talking about TikTok, and John brought up a story about finding a 16-year-old girl's page. And this girl, I guess, in these videos... Can I, can I tell the story? Yeah, yeah, no, no, go ahead. When you said finding a 16-year-old girl's page. It's like, without any context, that sounds oh, terrible. Oh, yeah, 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 no. I, in my quest to actively not have girls shaking their things and stuff, and specific, specifically, like, 16-year-old girls, I don't want to see that, um, I... <laughs> I was liking anybody, and I came across a hillbilly guy that has a bunch of followers, and he's like, what do you got to do with my And he's smoking cigarettes, and he's just, like, humping the air. Kind of reminded me of myself as a 16-year-old boy. Awesome. I hope our kids are watching that guy. <laughs> um, but I, I followed him because I was just trying to, like, push out all the stuff that would make you lose your mind, and rightfully so, and things I don't want to see. I was just trying to get right. that out of my feet. You don't want to see it. Either. I don't want to see it at yeah. all. Um, <laughs> like, you like probably watching girls shake their asses and that's fine that can be enjoyable but not young girls not young girls right no. okay yeah. and not even honestly like i don't i don't think that you do i just want to yeah. make it clear honestly yeah. i only really will allow myself to enjoy the butt shaking if you're like i like your butt i'm like is this a test or do you really like it yeah <laughs> anyway but that guy had done a duet with a girl and i clicked through the funnel and i went to her page and i was like i think this girl lives with her parents this is weird and I started thinking about, I'm going to have a 16-year-old girl living in my house. I don't know if I'd be okay with this. And I watched two or three of her videos. And one of the videos was something straight out of, it was like she was mocking a, like what she would see in Pornhub. Because the stepbrother and stepdad, the step-sibling fantasy oh, things are very yeah. popular. And she was looking at the camera and she was like, what's up, stepbrother? And the camera would move up and down. And to be clear, if Olivia, her daughter, my stepdaughter, was making those videos when she was 16 and she understood why she was making them, I don't think I would really care. I would step back and monitor and I would say, hey, do you understand this? And I would have that hard conversation with her. I would talk to her about it. Yeah, we would do it together, of course. But my fear (laughs) is that our 10-year-old kids, they say things, they've said porn and we had to ask them about it. They've talked about booties. Yeah. Olivia had a name on TikTok that had 69 in it. She didn't understand but exactly she, what it she was. She didn't understand what it was. Yeah. Exactly. So they were seeing information and not understanding 
what it is yeah. that they're seeing. Yes. This is still a very hard conversation, right. I think, for us to have right, right now. But yeah. we're being vulnerable with you guys yeah. and discussing it because I'm sure other people have had this discussion. Right. Some people might, you know, not care at all, of course, or people. And then, you know, to anyone that does. Right. That I just wanted to kind of put that out there. It's still kind of difficult yeah. to talk about this. And honestly, it was very triggering for me to hear you say, oh, I was watching this 16-year-old, yeah. like, she had, like, her tits out and, you know, she was mm-hmm. doing, like, stepbrother, like, porn, mock porn thing. Yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck are you watching it? Yeah. Like, it totally skeezed me out. And it's, you've never, just to be clear to everyone and to you, you've never given me any reason to think that you're, like, a creep. Yeah. At all. Or a right. bad, bad guy. But I have been a young woman myself and had plenty of grown, creepy-ass men hit yeah. on me way before I was fucking of age. Yeah. I've also been with people I also have who have exhibited inappropriate behavior and things that I won't get into right now. And I also have a daughter who is, you know, she's beautiful. And, and I'm, of course, as a mom, thinking right. about what her future looks like. Right. You know, and um, I just, so I, I have to own my triggers. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing to do in relationships. Like, it's it's a huge thing, though. Yeah. You have to, because everyone comes to a relationship, unless you're, like, young and naive and stuff, but with some story, some baggage, right? right. And you have to acknowledge and you have to take ownership. So, like, I take ownership that, like, that did trigger me, and I don't think that you're a creep. Thanks. It was still really hard right. to listen. And then, you know, just thinking about now you having TikTok. Right. I'm kind of like, why do you want it? It's a good idea to monitor the kids, yeah. right? Also, you, you like you said, all these creators are starting to use it. I mean, it started out as like a kid app. And yeah. of course, as your cousin so eloquently put it, yeah. apps are cool until the old creepy men start yeah. using it. Yeah. Literally. And not that you're an old creepy man. Right. I know But there saying. are a lot of old creepy men on TikTok. I am not kidding. It is disgusting. Yeah. In fact, the coolest thing that I've read and learned about everything that's happening in the, in the predators on the app, these girls, these young girls have like banded together. There's like a group on there that have started calling these creeps out across like all, all social media platforms, called them out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, found these people, called them out, got them banned from TikTok, got their accounts disabled. And like TikTok has now set up even more kind of, if you see this kind of behavior, report it and blah, 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 shutting it down. Right. Because Which is, there are a bunch of old creepy dudes, like yeah. dudes licking their tongues, like at young girls and like trying to do duets with them, and like it's fucking gross. Right. And like you want to have a place where kids can like be kids and stuff, but of course you can't. You have the these this infiltration of fucking shit bags. Right. You, you know. You agree with the point that I I've made a few times um, that when a place seems the most kid friendly, that's when it becomes the most dangerous. Yeah, and that makes sense. And I never thought about it that way, and it's an excellent point. So if something, yeah, it's it's like a beaming, like, hey, look at me sort of thing. Right. Like, it, it attracts It's like if you want to... Pedophiles. Right, if you want to be pedophilic, I don't know if that's a word, but you're like, there is a daycare, and I don't have a record, and I can go work there, or I can go try to pick up kids in the park where there's parents, and it's an open plate. Un- it sucks to say that stuff out loud. Yeah. But it's true. It is true, and, we, and you have to be, and especially in this world that yeah. we're living in, we have to talk. This has yeah. to be a conversation. Yeah. To be clear. And like, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, just 
you sit, we were talking about like hard conversations mm -hmm. to tell you that I'd stumbled across th that situation with the, the 16 year old girl. Mm -hmm. It was hard. I didn't want to tell you, but I only thought it was important because we keep talking about what do we do with our kids having this stuff? Like, what are they seeing? Mm -hmm. And I, I, my biggest fear is that because of the internet, I was bullied every single day in school. We went back to my high school and I had to relive getting called faggot every day. Um, I got called cat fucker because my brother told one person I had sex with a cat and that's a good nickname. It's so they told funny. everybody. It's, it's hilarious now. But I had AIM where you could text to people and I thought I was talking to a girl in high school. Yeah. And she's being like kind of like erotic. Uh -huh. And then there was a break and then she came back and talked and she's like, what are you doing? I was like typing with one hand. But it's gross, but it turned it was it was her brother it was her brother typing to me, which is way grosser on his part. <laughs> But there was a transcript of that, and it got passed around and all this. Aww, and it's like, that sucks. I know, it's okay, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it sucks to be bullied. Yeah, and, and because Olivia and Malachi don't understand the context of what they're seeing, they could inadvertently put out something onto the internet that someone holds onto. Or when you're filtering your kid's friends, like one of Olivia's friends' parents sees that Olivia is doing this, and her parents get down. They, on a Friday night, will have a few glasses of red wine and go through, you know, like a porn channel. And they know what Olivia is doing. And they're like, what's happening in that well, house? Yeah. For this preface, you mean, you're, you're referring back to that 16-year-old girl that was acting sort of like right. she'd seen Right. And then if one of the kids were, porn. like, replicating okay. that. Yeah. Okay. If okay. one of the kids were replicating like, that. Oh, God. This no, is, no, no, like, no, no. such a triggering <laughs> conversation. Like, I'm seriously. Sorry. It's hard. You're seriously because very you are, brave for talking yeah. about this. And, and you are a stepdad, and Olivia will have right. a stepbrother. And, like, right. oh, my God. If I could tell I you the stories and the things that I have dealt with in my life. Oh, my God. And we can sometime. Wait, no. It's just, like, oh, it's it's really triggering. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not your fault. So I'll give I an mean, abridged version, version of what I was just saying. It's that I'm afraid that one of our kids will replicate something that's very adult Inappropriate in context. for and their yes. age. And then yes. they'll either get made fun of it and someone will have that for a long time and the kids won't even know what they're putting out in the world or one of the kids' friends, those the kids' friends' parents will see and then they won't be allowed to hang out and yeah. then that gets and around. I don't think that that's like a normal thing that girls are doing on TikTok. Maybe it is. Maybe you've found more people doing that. No, that just but sounds I imagine like a girl that, just... that was just, she's just being promiscuous and like, Right. More power to her. It's just like when you're so young, you don't understand the power that that possesses and the type of attention yeah. that you get. And, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. I want Olivia to feel one day like liberated, yeah. sexually liberated and to and to be happy and free, yeah. like without judgment. Like I don't believe in slut shaming and, yeah. and all these things talking about how women should act versus how a man right. should act. I mean, right. I don't like those double standards. I think I, they're bullshit. But there is something to be said about, like, teaching the children what kind of power yeah. you possess. Yeah. And, it, and, a, and, and gender does come into play. Right. So, I mean, and it is, and it, I don't know, I hope there are not a ton of, like, 15-year-old girls on TikTok replicating it's like, why have they even seen maybe kids are watching porn? I don't know. When you were 15, if you could have just typed in whatever you wanted to. I know when I was I 15, know, you I would have typed in whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And another another yeah. thing that's weird to me about our children is that if they see something and they think it's funny because they're stepbrother and stepsister and they're like doing this thing and they don't know, it's like, we have to tell them. 
that you can't do that. And they ask why. And oh, we're like, well, any parents, feel free to chime because. in with this because it's like, this is like so, and, and I had, I know parents that are like, no, hell no, my kid is not using social media. And I respect that. I really do. I will say that um, I, I know that the kids have access to it. And if we don't allow them to use it here and monitor, my fear is that and my reasoning is that they will they will interact on social right. media at some point, whether it's in the home or not. And we can do our best to control it now. But I guess I just want to like teach them how to use it. Yeah. Like what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. Never send photos of yourself or put something compromising of yourself onto the internet yeah. or via text message to a friend. Yeah. Because literally in this age, like you were saying, you were bullied and think of how much worse it would have been if like then it was on social yeah. media. And kids will do that. Those kids yes. had to save it to a floppy disk and then go somewhere, <laughs> put it into another computer, That's get horrible. a library card it and then pay so much, 10 cents a copy. <laughs> For God, there was like 20 pages there. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think that it is important to teach our kids what social media is, what it means. We don't even really know. Right. Right. That's why we're like talking about this on our podcast. Yeah. But, you know, before they kind of just go out and explore it themselves. I mean, it literally is something that like our kids' teachers didn't know about. I guarantee half the parents at the middle school or of any middle school don't know yeah. what TikTok is it's, and their kids are using it. It's hard to learn about it too. It's like we knew about what it was, but admittedly neither one of us have like gone really into it. The only reason I got into TikTok was because I heard Gary Vaynerchuk and Cody Water and a few people I talked to and they're like they're like, look, I made a burger video and got two hundred thousand views and even if you get like a one percent thirteen year olds. Two hundred thousand thirteen year olds. So I, I hear what you're saying about the 13 year olds, but I listened to Matt Diavella's Ground Up podcast today, mm -hmm. and he had a 16 year old kid that was talking about being inspired by listening to him. That's so it's awesome. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with talking to if 13 year olds. Yeah, if you, it all if depends you have a good on message. if you have a good message. Yeah. That is so true. And if you, if that is your point to like, let's say, talk about how you were bullied in your in your youth or whatever, and yeah. you want to reach people that feel like they're on the outside or right. they're feeling down and out or they're feeling like I'm left out. I'm on the outside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Your voice is that was pretty good. That was good. Um, you know, if you're wanting to reach those people, that's like <laughs> the perfect place to do that. Right. And not even, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Not even targeting that age. I'm just like but. still trying to process like what TikTok is. And like how many people use it. And also, I mean, there's a whole another aspect to this. It's a Chinese developer. It's a Chinese owned company. So recently Only made in they, America in this house, man. They were kids are well, getting Instagram. I mean they were Facebook, true American app. Yeah. Sorry. They were fined five point seven million dollars. They had to pay to the Federal Trade Commission because they were mining information. Ah. Emails, gender, like likes that's some bull for 13 no for kids under 13 years old yeah that that is against the law here you cannot go and obtain information also these these children I, are that very, sounds like a pay-to-play fine for me because it's like our government's collecting information 100 percent. but do we want the chinese government doing that this is no. what politico and like all the i mean you can go and read all about this there it's it's under investigation right now tiktok the app itself is right because they're i mean they're afraid that 
China is using it to influence the young masses because it's predominantly young people that use TikTok. Yeah. So they're trying to send subliminal messages. You know, that's like what they're being investigated. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. It's interesting. It is. It's interesting how the internet is basically its own realm. It's, an, it's another country in itself. There's mm-hmm. billions of people on Facebook. It's, an, it's another world. We were listening to that David Bowie clip that was on um, Explained on Netflix. And he was talking in the 90s about how it's not just a, it's not just another form of distribution. It's like its own living yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. And, and we can't, we, we, that's why I feel like trying to like remove yourself from it or keeping your kids from it. I don't know. I, I almost feel like we have to like approach it head on. We have to like navigate it and understand it and, and fight what's bad and embrace what's good. Right. Like seriously. I, I've struggled with that. And I think if I were being completely honest about why you, like even with YouTube was in my life so much, it's because you hit a button and you have a babysitter for an hour. And I would try to watch what they were watching. And we've gone through phases of letting the kids, like saying the kids can only watch YouTube if it's on the TV. But when you wake up on a Saturday and they're quiet for an hour and a half or two, they honestly would sit in their rooms all day if you let them. And you could, and I'm sure parents do. Oh, yeah, parents. Like, I feel like everyone, this is like, it's the new thing. That's the wrong reason. Everyone has a tablet. Yeah. Yeah. But what you're saying about teaching them and having exposure therapy, I completely agree with. We just have to monitor. But I think think where we different is that I think where we are different is that I think that there is an age and there should be an age of entry. Yeah. I think 10 is maybe too young for them to have access to the entire world. I and agree. Also with TikTok, you can do all the settings you want. You're supposed to be 13 to have an account, but you can have them when you're 10. I don't know if the kids lied about their age. Nonetheless, you and I, the parents, if you're as a parent, you can put all the settings in the world you want to on TikTok, but it lives on their phone as its own thing. So the second you walk away, they're like, blah, blah, turn it off and go in. Or you take it off their phone and then they use it on their friend's phone. Because right. I've seen kids right. do that. Right. See, I mean, it happened in this house. <laughs> I mean, so, I don't know. So it is, it's an interesting thing that we will just continue to watch. I guess that's fair. Monitor. Like like in the all right, we've talked about porn a lot on our podcast. So just like as a quick like example, if I was growing up in a house and I knew porn was a thing, but my parents didn't let me have the internet and I went to Greg's house and Greg had porn, instead of playing Super Smash Brothers and Mario Kart with everyone else in the house that had parents that let them use the internet liber- liberally, I would obsessively probably watch boobs like for twelve hours. Yeah. And then come home and you'd be like, why do you look so tired? And be like, sorry, mom. We played Mario Kart I mean, all night. every girl that I grew up with, who, if she had strict parents, she was the one that went wild in college. Yeah. And made really bad choices. Right. And then my friends who had cool parents, they were like, we've already done this. We don't care. Right. We're just going to be. Right. We're just going to be. Yeah. We're going to party sometimes, but we're also going to like do what we're supposed to do. Right. And I, I understand that. I agree with it. I just, I think I'm No, struggling. I think there is an age too. I, yeah. I agree. I think there is an age. I, I don't know. It's, this is, yeah, it's something, it's a, it's a big thing and I'm glad we're talking about it. And I hope that this encourages, you know, anyone else, even if it's one person, you know, to just start this conversation. Because it's something that's really easy to just brush under the rug. You see your kid, and I talk to a lot of moms, 
yeah, you know they have TikTok. Yeah, they love it, but you don't really know anything about it. But my recommendation is to like research it. Get on, look, find out, figure out what it is because it's huge. Yeah. And there'll they'll be something else like it. They're popular. They come around. Even if TikTok crashes and burns, there'll be another thing. So yeah. just learn about it. If you and think it's dumb, learn about it. You're like that. It blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, it's not teacher... like it's not like musically. Musically right. was like musically was genuinely like like innocent. And I'm sure there were some creeps on there or whatever. But I never heard anything about predators or any because they're all incognito. And so yeah, possibly. I'm sure if you spent like five minutes researching and internet, I, yeah, musically and I don't know stories. a lot about what musically was. I just remember it was like seems so cute yeah. and like you know but, but tiktok's different right and also so we listen to uh crime junkie and there was a story we listened to that we've been contemplating letting the kids here and it was about a girl that had a friend that was in california and he ended up murdering her but i think they touched base on this in the, the podcast <laughs> Sorry. spoiler alert in that podcast i think they had talked about it and we've brought it up several times since the point that when the internet first came out, it was much easier to scam people. It was mm-hmm. much easier to lie, but people are armed with this information now that, like, no one is safe. You yeah. can't trust anybody. Yeah. 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 So our kids have that knowledge, I think. We've been telling them since the beginning. I don't think – we've been telling them since the beginning that, hey, don't talk to anyone. Don't give them any information, blah, blah, blah. Um, your daughter had that secret YouTube account, and we watched what she's going to do with it. We had told her no YouTube. She had set up a, an account – and she had it, and we tried to get her to crack, and she didn't for a long time. It was actually really impressive. But she never broke any of the rules we'd given her. And I think it's because it seemed dangerous. She didn't show her face. She didn't say her actual name. She was just drawing the picture. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so they know. I just know that know every up. time my parents told me not to do something, I ended up doing it. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. I'm kind of expecting Malachi would have been like, same. yo, it's me. I'm Malachi. I live at blankety, blankety, blank, blank. Call me do, 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 do. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So anyway, we'll keep talking about TikTok, but I want to get to this question that um, that our that our fan friend left us. If you have any questions or thoughts or insights or just want to talk to us, email us at trustmethepodcast at gmail.com. Or go to our Instagram. Trust me, the podcast. You can find us on iTunes by typing in Trust Me. If you have Spotify, you can type in Trust Me and go into the podcast section. You will have to scroll for a little bit. But if you're listening to this on Spotify, you already know that. Damn right. it. I'll just clip that. Do we have a TikTok? We don't. I've thought about having a TikTok for us. And I was thinking about <laughs> awesome. it before you made me delete it. <laughs> All right. Um, Wait, is, did I make you delete it? No, you insisted that I deleted it, and then I fought back and told you no, and then I thought I should delete it. But you haven't deleted it. I have deleted it. No, you haven't deleted it. I've deleted it. the app. Yeah, it's not on my phone. But you still have the app. I still have an account. You still have yeah. your account. Yeah, those things are really hard to undo. Oh, okay. But it's I since we've talked <laughs> since we got into the argument, I haven't opened it. Like I have no idea what's going on. One of my videos could have gone viral and I have no idea. Well, let us know if any of you are on TikTok and John's video has gone viral. Videos. Uh, this might get blown out or peak. I'm sorry if it does. Hi, Alexis and John. This is uh, Kyle from Indianapolis, Indiana. Wanted to say first, big fan of the podcast. My wife and I love you guys. We listen to you all the time. Uh, my question is, I guess it's not really a question, but more of I'd just like to hear you guys 
discussed this on your last podcast. I'm sorry you talked about kind of the role, the role of the person apologizing. And I think there's a difference in terms of like forgiveness or saying I'm sorry for dropping up an ant appeal on a kitchen floor and doing, you know, real damage um, to a family or, or leaving a long-term pain with someone else. You know, I know in my own life I've done things where there's been long-term pain in the future from my actions. So I guess my question is, in terms of apologizing, I think someone can be, I've been contrite before and saying, I'm sorry for doing this, but then I was just curious about your guys' thoughts on the role of the person accepting that apology in terms of if that person doesn't feel like, hey, I, I still have, I'm still harboring negative feelings about this. And is it fair for that person to bring that up later? Because I think sometimes the first instinct is then to go, well, I said I'm sorry. So what else do you want from me? So I'm just curious, I guess, to know your opinion on at what point is there kind of a forgive and forget? And at what point is there a validity to saying, I know you said you're sorry, but I still feel pain or I still feel like there's work to be done. Thanks, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Love you both. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. That was a great question. It was a great question. So basically, I feel like he's asking, at what point does the other person have to get over it? Right. (laughs) Well, Kyle, it just depends on the severity of the crime, I would say. Yeah. So maybe we could, for fun research, if there's like an extent, like a length of time, you know, correlating with the crime committed. So let's say it was just a banana peel that we dropped on the floor. I would say, I mean, that's probably like fair, uh, 48 hours, right? But if we're talking about something a little more serious, it could take a little longer. Right. I can tell you that a lovely geriatric man... Like, one of my favorite, I love, like, the elderly, okay? And this guy, maybe he was in his 80s, or, I, mean, I don't know, 80? Did he touch you? Mid-80s. Because he's not going to have another birthday. Um, his wife had dementia, right? And he said something very funny once. He said, you know, they never forget. Oh, were you talking about the couple from yes, the restaurant? yes, yes. And she clearly had forgotten she had everything. Forgotten, yeah. But you know, Kyle, when <laughs> when your your person, I'm assuming it's your wife you're talking about. If she ever gets dementia, she'll forget all but about, honestly, the, about probably, the banana peels and other offenses. Probably not until that point. Yeah. That dementia they never takes forget. over. I can tell you, there are sure as fuck things that I will never forget. <laughs> yeah. So, Leading by example is huge. Yeah. Uh, Alexis and I have had insane scary fights several times, like working, we've had a lot of stuff to work through. Um, a lot of packing of bags. Yeah. Um, no, we've had crazy fights just like everyone has. And I think, yeah. But you get through it. I'm not saying you haven't done anything, but this is just what I've done. I've worked on trying to remain calm and I said this a lot in the beginning when I was 
like in the honeymoon phase and I knew it was something I had to hold on to. But whenever we are upset or fighting, pardon me, I ask myself first, I say, what can I do to make this better? Mm-hmm. And if it's, you've messed up and you've done something <laughs> do you like. you really do that every time? Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> Unless I just react. Unless I just react. I yeah. try not to just react because it, it only makes it worse. If you throw another yes. log onto a fire, yes. what happens? Yes, yes. So, Sometimes so it puts it out. Calm, even, so let's say you're the offender, right? Yeah. And I'm upset. Staying calm if I'm bringing it back up. I do think, Kyle, if you practice the apology method that we shared um, in the I'm sorry episode, you might find the results to be, you know, very effective. Yeah. Or you might find the method to be effective and you might like the results, I should say. Right. So maybe try to to give a real acknowledgement and a real apology and then report back. Let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Very good question. I think the answer is never. And forgiveness isn't a thing that you expect of people. Forgiveness is something that you do for yourself, mm-hmm. unfortunately for you, Kyle. But if you find yourself in a position where your partner has dropped the banana, as you put it, then you can, as I was saying earlier, lead by example and go to a place of forgiveness. I have um, had a lot of situations in my life where I don't think a lot of people would have defaulted to the place of forgiveness. Fortunately for me, for you, like you, right? I've did had, something so bad that I've not done. I have um, done a lot of things that were required a lot of forgiveness. But personally, going through the custody battle that I went through with my son, there were instances. There was like an Amber Alert at some point in time, and I forgave the grandmother immediately, and I truly just relinquished all of that because you forgive for yourself. Yeah. You forgive so that way you don't have to sit and dwell and sit on the merry-go-round of why And it's hard, and that merry-go-round is hard, and you can fixate, and that's that's definitely a perfectionist sort of personality trait, and I possess that, and I do tend to fixate if I'm upset, and um, yeah, you you do have to force yourself off of it, and that's kind of the first step probably in forgiveness. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've been... It's not easy. It's not. And I've been saying this a lot lately to the kids and to myself. And I think I heard Ryan Holiday say it. Uh, He was quoting uh, one of the Stoics. I'm not sure which one. But he said there's two kinds of things in this world. There's things you can do something about and things you can't do anything about. Mm -hmm. At the time in my life when I started adopting forgiveness on a regular basis, I I was taking psychology, uh, I think, 200 level abnormal psychology. Had an amazing professor, and she had shared the story of Lancaster, Pennsylvania to us, where a armed gunman went into a church in Amish country in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and killed upwards of 10 people, pregnant women, execution style, and the kids. And that night, the night of the incident, the elders in the community came together and forgave the man who had turned the gun on himself, but forgave him, and then also extended their arms to help to the wife and child of the shooter. And when I heard that, for the rest of my life, I've every time I've been in a situation that's hard, I immediately think of that. I'm like, if those people could forgive in that situation, I can most definitely forgive anybody that's done anything wrong to me. For myself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's hard. And um, that's a 
that's an incredible and very sad story. Um, that's an incredible story of forgiveness. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that personally. Yeah. Um, but, and I, I do think, I think in romantic relationships, um, there's so much more and there's so many layers. Like it's, you have your own triggers that you have to like take ownership for. Yeah. Right. But then to sift through then beyond that, like yeah. it, it is, it is hard and things do tend to get brought up like later. Yeah. 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 We're both guilty. We both do that yeah. all the time. I mean, yeah. it's funny they say women never forget, but I don't know that you've forgotten anything that I've done, like, no. offensively either. No. I just choose not to bring it up. Oh, it's, you but, bring it up. I know. I'll just say I, I bring up some stuff. Uh, and then tonight it's I... It's easy to be petty, right? right. When you're in the heat is. and when, at the moment and you're fighting. Tonight right? I wasn't really mad, but we've been bickering. I, this podcast has actually gone really well considering how much we bickered all weekend. <laughs> Which we have not been communicating very but well. point being you don't have to podcast to do what we do you can just carve out time <laughs> every sunday night and sit and talk you don't have to research like we do we don't research a ton but we do some that's alexis does but i think it's super beneficial and this has been huge to us for communication because every sunday most sundays we sit and just talk about subjects and oftentimes we talk about things that have been hard yeah so i would suggest carving out some time, start with 10 minutes, twice a week, once a week, whatever. And you say, for this 10 minutes, we're going to talk about whatever. And that way, you and your partner know that at Wednesday, on Wednesday at 9 o'clock, you two are going to talk about whatever it is that you wanted to talk about. I think it's fun to put the camera there because it kind of acts as the referee. Yeah. Right. You're like, we can't say anything too crazy because yeah. it's going to be documented. Well, I'm fine because I know I'm the one editing. I'm like, I'll just get... I don't know what happened the time that I made Yeah, John like, edits all the stupid shit he says out and keeps all my gems no, in I there. No, I don't edit it that I'm much. Just I just, yeah, I just do noise reduction and a few other no, things. No, you're very good at it, so I appreciate you doing it. Thanks. But, and we appreciate you guys listening. And, again, please let us know if you have any topics that you'd like to discuss or, like, any comments, questions at all. And thank you, Kyle, for your question tonight. We oh, really I was appreciate gonna, it. Sorry to cut you off. I was going to say that I, I had said something earlier, and you're like, I don't even remember that. And I was like, oh, damn, I've held on to that for way too long. I can't remember what it was that I brought up before we started podcasting. Um, something about, oh, you following some guy on Instagram. I brought that up. And you're like, you didn't even remember it. It's just... It's just silly. It's like, it, talk, talk about things and talk about it and get over it. Like, yeah. I, do, I do bring up things from the past and I remember them. There's specific things. I know. Right. A lot. Yeah. But there's nothing. You remember as much as I do. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was. So, are you so, admitting my memory is as good as yours? It's selective. But as good as yours? I never said that. Basically, just it's did. selective. If it benefits you in some way, like you're gonna remember it. But yeah. if I'm just like talking to you about what I need you to get from the store, you're like, yeah, <laughs> I hear ten percent. <laughs> anyway, I'm mad. So we're gonna say goodbye again. This is annoying. So right, this is the official goodbye. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Official goodbye. Okay. Did you want to do something else? No. <laughs> All right. That's so annoying. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much. And enduring. If you've made it to the end, and I'm sure you have because you're wonderful, please, it helps out so much. If, if, you, if you've listened to all this, we're not asking for anything other than right now I'd like to ask for, if you like this and it's beneficial, leave a review on whatever you're listening to this on or like drop a comment sometime in, 
Instagram. It's it's amazing, and we like to hear feedback, and it helps out us out a lot. We believe in what we're saying, so let's get it out there. Yep. Thanks, guys, so Thank much. Thank you. Yep. I'm waiting. See ya.